Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, y'all. Welcome to our super special, so whatever, episode, episode, oh, episode. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, need, I really got to get that one yeah. down. Anyways, um, if you're looking for a church to stream, check out our old church in California, Legacy City Church. You can find them on YouTube. And today's episode, for those of you who are new, uh, we're going to do our devotional, and then mm-hmm. we're going to get into a long-form topic. And Today's topic is simple ways to love people. Mm-hmm. And before you glaze over, I want you to know that this is imperative. Yeah, it really is. We're called to love people. Mm-hmm. And some of us, myself included, can feel this huge pressure where we need to be up on stage and proclaiming and changing lives that way. Mm-hmm. But not everyone is going to be able to do that. Yeah. And so there are, are so many small but yet powerful ways to love on people that we can be practicing every day, yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah. And so we're going to be unpacking that and then we'll continue that conversation even further over on our Patreon. But yeah. without me continuing to yap, 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 why don't we jump into today's devotional? <laughs> yes, let's do it. We are reading out of the Thrive Bible and the devotional is titled A True Friend. And the verse is First Samuel 20 verses 16 and 17. It says, So Jonathan made a solemn pact with David, saying, May the Lord destroy all your enemies. And Jonathan made David reaffirm his vow of friendship again, for Jonathan loved David as he loved himself. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I love you more than you will ever know. There are people in your life who may doubt my love for them. I need you to reassure them of my love and your love for them. You will never regret using your words to remind someone that they are cared for. I love the people I have placed in your life. I want you to love them the way I love you, constantly and unconditionally. You will not be able to do this in your own strength. You will need to come to me for help. Remember that every act of love you show and every sacrifice you make for my glory will draw those you love closer to me. I will bless you greatly for showing my love to others. Come to me every morning, and I will fill you up with love to shower on those who need it. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, It can be hard to consistently show someone that we care for them. The greatest gift we can give to those we love is to reaffirm our love for them, just as God does for us every day. We show how much we value other people by what we're willing to do for them. The treasure of truth says, we will never regret expressing love, but we will regret withholding it. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. The thing that I continually try to remind myself is that Jesus was inconvenienced for us. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, and again, I'm not trying to generalize everybody, Mm -hmm. but a lot of us try to kind of, it's almost like I try to love people on the way to work, right? Where it's like, you don't want to go out of your way. I don't want to go out of my way. If I see an opportunity, cool, but I'm not really looking for ways to love on people that would inconvenience me Mm because they're screwing up my plans. And I justify that by saying, oh, these are the plans that God has for me, Mm. declares the Lord, you know? (laughs) And so you you find yourself in this gray area where you you think that you're just practically loving people on the mission that God's called you to, but Jesus inconvenienced inconvenienced himself for us, and we're called to love our neighbor Mm -hmm. as we love ourselves. And so 
I, I would hope that if we were in a tough spot, we would hope that our neighbor would be there for us. And yeah. of course, I'm, you know, neighbor is such a loose term. You know, it's the people that you're doing life with that you're mm-hmm. close to. Right. Yeah. And so I just love the idea of unpacking this. Yeah. Because it's so exciting to go out of our way mm-hmm. because how much does that show people that we love them and we care for them? by being inconvenienced for them yeah it's easy to love somebody whenever it's convenient we've talked about that a hundred times yeah you know it's much more difficult to love somebody whenever it's inconvenient for us and it messes with our plans yeah and so that's why i'm passionate about this topic yeah and we're definitely gonna unpack just like simple simple ways because truly i think i think we've kind of been on this topic for the last couple days but simple things really can make the biggest impact. And when Chad and I were talking about doing this as a long form podcast, I was like, just thinking about how many little things that people have done throughout my life that I still remember, but they were such small random acts of kindness Mm -hmm. that made me feel seen and made me feel loved and made me feel thought of. And looking back, I'm like, wow, I want to be, you know, more of that friend that, you know, my friends don't have to wonder if I'm thinking about them or Mm -hmm. if I love them or any of those things, because I'm consistently going out of my way to make sure that there's no question there. Yeah. And if you're wondering where this topic really came about, it was actually from yesterday's podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely mm-hmm. go check it out. Yeah. Where I was telling you all about this book that I was given back in college and it's called 212, The Extra Degree. And I'm going to paraphrase it for you really quick. Just keep in mind, you could read this book while while your car is getting washed. It's that small of a yeah. book, right? It's so tiny. And basically the premise is this, at 211 degrees, water is hot. At 212 degrees, water is boiling Mm -hmm. and boiling creates steam and steam can power a train. So the difference between one degree of temperature, right, from 211 to 212 is a difference between having hot water and a potential of of a moving train. Right. And so where in your life can you apply that extra degree of effort just one degree just yeah. one that's all we're asking for it's all we're trying yeah. to strive for mm-hmm. that really changes things right yeah. and so the book teaches you to quantify your efforts so you can see the impact you're having because you all are probably doing such an amazing job at loving people you just don't know it yeah you just you just don't even know it and i gave some examples in yesterday's podcast where if you open the door for two people a day you will have helped over 700 people throughout the year yeah if you cut out if you cut out 30 minutes of television a day that's 180 hours you get back of your life yeah at the end of the year it's wild you know and so whenever you start putting things in numbers you're like oh wow this is a real a real big impact and mm-hmm. i guess i can just kind of segue into a simple one yeah go for it and that just pray for people mm-hmm. take five minutes it doesn't need to be this super lofty prayer where you know you're you candles are lit and there's worship music and all this stuff is like no like just lift people up yeah. lift people up and if if you can just run through your loved ones and pray and take between two and ten minutes i think that's such a, a powerful time and you don't even need to text them and let them know you can if you want but that's a great way because prayer is powerful mm-hmm. and we need to make sure that we're recognizing the power that it actually has by lifting people up in prayer yeah I just saw a meme on Instagram, like literally right before we started recording. And it said, I bet the Lord just smiles when he sees two of his children or when he hears two of his children praying for each other and they don't even know it. 
And I was like, isn't that just a fun thought that if we're all praying for each other and we're not doing it to get any affirmation from that person, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes I think we can say like, oh, I'm praying for you. Um, But like, are you, you You know what I mean? And so I think number one, prayer is the most powerful and impactful thing we can do for anyone at any time. But I do know on the other side of it, when I do get a text from a friend that says, Hey, like you've been on my Mm -hmm. heart and I'm lifting you up in prayer today. It really does like impact me too. You know, it like makes me feel like, Oh wow. She's thinking of me. She's praying for me. Like that also like means a lot. Yeah. It's super special. Yeah. It's funny because it was actually one of the first points I wrote down. So before Chad and I, you know, pressed record, we both wrote down separately just little ways uh, that you can just make people feel seen and feel loved and they don't have to be these, you know, grand gestures. But the first one that I did put was just send a simple text, letting someone know that they're on your heart, that you're praying for them or pick up the phone and call them because I do think I'm such a phone caller or FaceTimer, but there is just so much more conversation that can happen in a phone call than in a text conversation when you're texting back in the middle of your day. Mm -hmm. So if you have some spare time, pick up the phone and call a friend or call someone you haven't talked to in a while. Um, I always enjoy getting those phone calls. Yeah. I actually put that one as well. Um, and mine's kind of on the other end of the spectrum, which is I, I, I literally wrote, call someone, take two to five minutes. That's all it takes. And I said, legit, just tell them, mm-hmm. Hey, I only have a few minutes, but you're on my heart. And I just wanted to check on you and see how everything's going. Yeah. And the reason why I put that there is because, you know, and just me just being completely vulnerable with you all. I remember whenever I was traveling in the modeling industry, I was gone a lot and I didn't really have a routine or accountability and I was tempted a lot to fall into sin. And there'd be times where I'm like, it's like you're, you're starting to go down that slip and slide and then my phone lights up Mm -hmm. and then there's a call or there's a text. And it's not always just, Hey man, I was praying for you. It's just like, Hey, Hey, how's everything going? Or I'll get a call. And I would never tell the person that, you know, I was having a moment of struggle, yeah. but I was always so thankful. And that's why I cling to that verse so much. First yeah. Corinthians 10, 13. Um, and it, the verse basically ends with God saying, I will always provide mm-hmm. a way out for you to stand up yeah. underneath me. Yeah. And for accountability purposes, people just checking in with a two to five minute call, even if it, if it leads to a longer conversation, awesome. Right. But don't even put the pressure on that. Feel free to just to say, wow, I have 10 minutes right now. I'm going to yeah. try to call two or three people and just say, hey, I love you. I'm checking on you. How's everything going? Mm-hmm. All right, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. And sometimes I do think that people like avoid the phone call because they think it's going to take Mm -hmm. a long time. They're like, Oh, I don't have time to get caught up on the phone. But I think that simple preface of, Hey, like I really don't have a lot of time, but I wanted you to know that I was thinking of you. How can I be praying for you today? Like means so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wrote down simple ways that you can love people that are in your life and simple ways that you can love people who are strangers. Um, and so one that I had for strangers is if you're in like a drive-through line or Mm -hmm. something like that, if some, if you can just pay for the person behind you, pay for their order. I know that that has happened to me a couple times and every single time it just makes my entire day and I end up paying for the person behind me. And I feel like those random acts of kindness really do just multiply and create like a ripple effect because Mm -hmm. 
one day in particular, I remember it happening to me at Starbucks and I was just having the worst day. I mean, probably like getting a coffee and headed home to cry. And it, it, I swear it just turned my entire day around. I paid for someone else and I was like, you know what? No, now I'm going to, you know, call a friend and tell them what just happened. And yeah, it was just so such a little thing. They'll never know the impact that it had on my day. Yeah, I love that. I um, there's been a few times specifically like our manager Andrew. Yeah, he has sent us like a Venmo mm-hmm. for coffee. Yeah, it's like five bucks. Yeah, and he'll say, "Hey, coffee on me. You guys are doing an amazing job." Yeah, and if you guys ever find yourself in a place where you can surprise someone who you know like loves coffee yeah. or pastry or whatever it is they like, even mm-hmm. a protein shake or smoothie, I don't know, <laughs> and just you know send them a quick little venmo or paypal whatever you have and just say hey i was thinking about you once you you know i love you and here's five bucks for a coffee yeah i think that's so special you know it means a lot um the next thing that i put for someone that you know is take the time to send them a handwritten card because let me tell you sometimes handwritten cards are inconvenient you know like they're not as simple as a text or a phone call that's quick you have to sit down with a pen and paper and actually write something down and even that inconvenience speaks so loud and I know every time I've gotten a handwritten card it has meant the world and it's brought me to tears and so I think another just simple way to love someone is taking the time to send them a handwritten card yeah I actually had that one written down as well nice um I love that we're in sync with these (laughs) and I guess to kind of go along with that one one I wrote down is remember someone's birthday Mm -hmm. um if, I mean, I don't know if you guys use a calendar. I don't know how you remember stuff. Yeah. But if you're able to, you know, even just text your loved ones and say, hey, what's your birthday again? I mm-hmm. forgot. And write it yeah. down and set a reminder a week before. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to be remembered and not just because they see it's someone's birthday on social media? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's a great way to... um to, to love somebody by just being intentional about something in their life. Yeah, right? for sure. And um, it's a lot of fun to watch our Patreon members like converse mm-hmm. and communicate and become yeah. friends because they now have an entire document with each other's birthdays yeah. Yeah. to celebrate each other. It's incredible. I mean, why not? And I think that's a, a really fun and simple way to show someone that you love them. Yeah, I love that. Another one that I wrote down was a simple invite and a seat at the table, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times in my life, that first initial invite and just knowing that they want to get to know me more, that I have a seat at their table, that it, it just, it seems so simple, but it means so much. Um, I remember moving to LA and I was nervous. I only knew Chad and I knew like these two girls that I'd only met in passing kind of when Chad and I were dating cross country. And I remember Nicole texting me and inviting me to her small group. And that simple invite was the start of something so special in terms of community for me in LA. And just knowing that every Thursday night I had a seat there and I could converse and share my heart and be prayed over and I could pray over people. And and then it led to another invite a couple weeks later. And so there was just like these small little invites that have happened in my life that have really like open the door for community to grow and for really like deep conversation. And I think that a lot of people have felt uninvited 
in their life yeah. in some moments. And so if you have the opportunity to invite someone into a circle, into an event or whatever, then I think it's really powerful. Yeah, that's actually something that's really important to me is um, making sure that people not only feel invited, but they feel welcome. My buddy James and I, we always send that to each other in text where, because, you know, sometimes someone can throw out an invite, but you don't always feel welcome. You don't mm-hmm. always feel like, like they actually want you there. They're just kind of throwing out the invite as like a nicety. Yeah. But um, we always make sure to say, hey, you're welcome and invited. And it's a way to really say, oh, wow, like this person, it won't it won't feel awkward if I accept the invitation. I won't feel like I'm putting them out. They're saying, oh, we would like you to be there. Yeah. That's something I try to practice a little bit. Yeah. They actually feel wanted, which is special. And then something that's kind of on the other end of that, if you're the one who's been invited, something that I think could be really sweet for you to make them feel love is bring like cookies or bring just a little something on your way over, you know, like when you arrive, maybe have something in your hand. Um, I remember, oh my gosh, that just reminded me of this story when I was in a particular Bible study. And sometimes I'm very direct with truth. And Chad told me, he was like, babe, if you're going to be that direct with truth, maybe you should bake some cookies before and bring cookies over to the Bible study. So and who baked those cookies? Chad baked the cookies and I brought them over. And <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was a tangent, but I just thought about that when I was like, yeah, bring cookies if you're invited. And anyways. Yeah. I think that just makes me think of the five love languages. And I'm sure you guys have all heard them before, but there's quality time, physical touch, acts of service, gift giving, and words of affirmation. And I think the root behind the love languages is always intentionality, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. someone uh, likes to express love in the same way they like to receive love. And the way you go about loving that person is by being intentional with the way that they, they desire to be loved. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like even that Bible study tour would go to, I'm like, wow, if like these girls will probably be more willing to receive the truth that you're delivering because they saw that you went out of your way to intentionally love on them and yeah. say, hey, like here's some cookies I went out of my way to make you. Yeah. You know, that whole they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And as we're sharing truth, that truth is in love. Yes. You know, we can't love mm-hmm. people without, you know, also being truthful. Yep. Um, but anyways, we just love those little, those little treats help. Yeah. And so Tori and I still have a handful more of these ideas and tips mm-hmm. for loving people in a simple way, but we're going to continue that conversation over on our Patreon. There's a link in the description of this podcast. Um, yeah. And that's where the conversations get a little bit more <laughs> raw. Yeah. They're unedited and kind of free form and sometimes awkward, but kind of goofy, a little goofy. But before that, do you want to pray something out, babe? Would love to. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for your love for us, God. When you fill us, we're way more able to be an extension of that love and help fill other people up. You know, you say like when we refresh others, we ourselves are refreshed. We are more blessed to be a blessing, God. And so we just pray right now that you would give us opportunities to be more intentional, that you would give us the discipline to be more intentional and go out of our way and have a heart of sacrifice, God. We want to 
have sacrificial love for our loved ones, God. We don't want to just love people when it's convenient for us, God, but we want to be inconvenienced. We want your love to be the driving force, Lord. So we're excited to see what opportunities um, become available for us to love people even better in the next couple days. And we just pray that your Holy Spirit is so active in us that we can feel those little promptings and hear those little leadings, and we would do so without question, without hesitation. So Lord, right now we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to pray, and Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. I am um, fun little weird note. The the heart of this daily devotional podcast was born out of our desire to better love you all. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I remember our like management company gave us some great advice whenever Tor and I were trying to figure out the direction of everything. Mm-hmm. And they said to us, well, number one, what is God asking you to do? And number two, what is your audience actually want? Mm -hmm. And then whenever we would ask, you know, you all, our audience, what everyone wanted, the the common denominator was just more, Mm -hmm. just like more content. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, here we go. (laughs) Let's do a daily podcast. daily content. Here it is. Yeah. Here's more. Yeah. Here's more. And here's more God. Yeah, it's definitely all for God's glory. Amen. Love y'all. And we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Adios. Adios.